Hello everyone, this is Deborah, and you're about to listen to a short devotion on John 4. And right before we begin, I just wanted to let you know that this entire series was originally recorded for YouTube, so if you'd like to watch this in video form, you can head on over there as well. And right now, I will step out of the way. Enjoy the message! Good morning everyone and welcome back to the 5 minutes devotional series here at King Campus. So last week we discussed about breaking cultural barriers, we discussed about how Jesus broke cultural practices in order to reach out to the Samaritan woman and this week we will be focusing on Jesus' conversation with the woman. And if you haven't checked out part 1, I will link it in the description box below so you can check it out before coming back to this video. And with that, let us eavesdrop on the conversation between Jesus and the woman. Before we start reading, um, I really do encourage you to read the scriptures on your own first so that you can grasp a better understanding of the whole chapter. And if you have, I will place the minutes that you can forward this video to which will show up right about now. And yeah, if you haven't read it, feel free to join me as we read John chapter 4 verse 7. Let's pay attention to the way Jesus is communicating with this woman and how the woman is responding. Let's read. Then a woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples have gone off into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman asked him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? Jesus answered her, If you knew God's gift and who it is who says, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. She said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well, and who used to drink from it himself, and his sons and his cattle too? Jesus answered her, Everyone, who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever who drinks the water that I give him will never be thirsty again. But the water that I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not get thirsty nor come all the way here to draw. At this Jesus said, Go, call your husband and come back. The woman answered, I do not have a husband. Okay, so back then, whenever women want to draw water, they would draw water in the morning or the evening when the sun wasn't too hot. So knowing that this Samaritan woman came out during noon, it is quite clear that she was trying to avoid the crowd. And as we can see in her style of speech, we know that she had all her defenses up as well. And although she was trying to avoid the crowd, as she was traveling, Jesus was already there waiting for her. So with that, the first lesson that we learn here is that people don't care what you know until they know that you care. Jesus knew that this woman was in great shame. He knew that people probably took advantage of her. He knew that this woman was also suffering the consequences of her own sin. And yet, he did not judge her. He empathized with her. With that, his first conversation with her was a demonstration that he cares. When Jesus asked her for water, 
He was showing her that he didn't care that other people saw her as an outcast. He knew that she had many wounds, but he also knew that she was craving for the truth. And before he revealed himself to be the truth, he was showing her that he accepted her for all the parts have, that other people have rejected her for. He didn't mind that other people would label him unclean because he wanted her to know that he accepts her. Secondly, Jesus told her the truth without fear. Many of us, with the excuse of being humble and open-minded, don't dare to say what we believe because we are too focused on gaining the other person's approval. So, in pursuit of being politically correct, we end up dialing down the truth. And no, I'm not saying that we have to force our belief down other people's throat. But I am saying that if the world is becoming more confident in sharing their version of the truth, that gives us the equal opportunity to share ours too. If they have the free will to parade their truth and shoot us down for what we believe, who's the one who's actually being close-minded? On the flip side, we should also check our hearts whenever we want to share the truth. Do we actually care for the person or do we just want a good debate? If it's the latter, then we should step back and repent because it's never about us. Thirdly, Jesus never used condemnation to bring correction. A sin is a sin, adultery is adultery, a lie is a lie. While the consequences of sin is different, no sin is greater than another. While our first natural response to the sins of others are usually judgment and condemnation, Jesus showed compassion. With the right discourse and acts that demonstrated acceptance, Jesus built connection with her and this led her to be honest about the fact that she did not have a husband. You see, at this point, Jesus was still considered a stranger to her, which means that if he would have brought up a touchy subject, she could have very well just brushed it off and walked away. But the very fact that she stayed is because she knew that there was something different about this man that showed that he cared for her and accepted her for all the things that society has rejected her for. And with that, Jesus led her to be aware of her dysfunction, led her to acknowledge it without rubbing it in her face and without downgrading her. And just an extra note, the sin and guilt that we bear as the result of our own sin can drive us to compare and condemn the sins of others as a first response of defense of our own ego. But Jesus never did that because he was perfect and he had no sin. And that is all for this week's discussion. So before we go, let us do a short recap. Number one, people don't care what you know until they know that you care. Number two, tell the truth without fear. Number three, don't use condemnation to bring correction. Do come back for part three, where we will discuss about being thirsty. And that is all. Take care. Remember to encourage and empower one another one conversation at a time. Bye!